Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer. Tune in fortnightly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. And here is your host, Jules White. So, hello everybody, episode four. We're really, really rolling through this now. I'm so excited and I totally love doing my podcasts now. I so love it. And I have a list of amazing guests who are going to be with me in the weeks to come as we record more and more of these. But um, this week, I've got a, a fabulous lady with me. She's absolutely awesome. And uh, the reason I wanted to do this is because we're going to talk about a subject which is very, very close to my heart with regard to sales, with regard to all of my methodology and all the things I believe in. And equally, when you hear about how I work with this lady, you'll realize that actually, it's a big part of what she does too. So... First of all, let me just introduce you to Gail Johnson. Hello, Gail. Hello, Jules. Thank you for having me. It's so great to have you on my podcast. Now, just so everybody who is listening knows who you are with regard to, well, how do I know you and, and how did we meet? Well, we met online, which was fabulous in the wonderful Facebook groups that we hang out in. But what you're doing is very, very important because you're helping me to write my book, which is almost done. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> How exciting is that? Um, so you're helping me to write my book in the capacity of you give me that direction that I need. I write, you edit, and you also keep me accountable. And I think all of those things have been just super to have. You know, anyone who is thinking of writing a book, it's no mean feat. And I think if you've just got somebody with you who really knows what they're doing for all of those elements I've mentioned, then you are really in good hands. So Gail, that's why I love working with you. Oh, thank you, Jules. I, I love our collaborations. It's just sparky, isn't it? When you, It's amazing to witness this thing being born. It didn't exist this time last year. I know that's the thing. And I think the other thing about this is that, you know, when you are writing a book, you will absolutely have these moments of, I can't write today. I don't feel like writing. I'm stuck. Um, and that's when you've come in and you've just given me some new energy or some new direction. Sometimes we've actually left a, a section and we've gone and written another section and then come back haven't we so you've really guided me which has been awesome so thank you for that great stuff Love and it. i and i want people to obviously understand our relationship because of course through doing all of this work we've got talking you've got to know me and one of my big passions is the subject of today's podcast which is listening so i've actually named this are you listening um and i know i'm doing a lot of talking right now but you and i are gonna <laughs> gonna talk and listen to each other but i really want to dig deep into what listening really is and what listening really means because it's very easy for us to throw this word around and say well are you listening to me and but it's quite a complex um, action isn't it the action of listening and I want you to tell me a little bit more about 
some of your takes on listening. So tell yeah. me a bit about, if I say to you, listening, Gail, tell me the first thing that you want to talk about when I say something like listening to you. Well, you know what? The first thing I would want to say is I just think the world needs a damn good listening to because <laughs> it's great, isn't it? We're all out there wanting to get our message out, but it can be so difficult, I think. The other side of that coin is the listening piece. And if we're not doing that as at least as much as we're talking, at least as much as we're sharing, then we just miss masses of opportunities to connect. So for me, listening is perhaps the bigger half, the bigger part of the connection piece. Mm. You know, I think all of us as humans, there's been some research to say we've got all got the same kind of psychological drivers. And one of the one up there, right at the top, is the need to feel understood and to be understood. And the main mechanism for feeling understood is listening. Yeah. So listening isn't just about the person behind the counter in Tesco's um, saying, oh, I want five slices of ham, please. It's actually a way of building connection with our fellow human beings and creating stuff together. You can't build without listening. You can't create without listening. And like you say, it's far more complex when you do it properly than it first appears. So, yeah. yeah. And I think, I think it's a really underrated skill because we often talk about getting our message out, which is obviously really important. We, but there's a lot of talk about that. There's a lot of talk about um, kind of the hustle and all of that sort of thing. But what I would love to shine the spotlight on is the importance of listening for really understanding each other. Because when you do that, Actually, from a sales perspective, that's where the sales come in. Because why on earth would you buy something from someone who doesn't understand you? So if yeah. you nail listening, you can nail sales. Yeah, completely. And you know, the whole listening thing, like, like we've mentioned, is just so much deeper and so much more complex than you realise. So for instance, um, as you know, I run my workshops, um, my Live It, Love It, Sell It workshops which is great because we're all face to face. It's a, it's a huge opportunity. It's very intimate and I love that work. And part of that is, um, you know, an exercise where we actually listen. And because we set it up as an exercise, it's really fascinating how many people come back and say, oh my goodness, that was so difficult. Oh my goodness, I have never actually sat down and really thought about what it takes to listen properly because it's about trying to shut out all of that noise not just the noise that's in the environment around you but the noise that's in your head like what are we going to have for tea tonight and I wonder if my son's done his homework <laughs> yeah Absolutely. Our brains are so complex, aren't they? And I think perhaps even more than that kind of grocery shopping noise, the noise that happens for me when I'm listening and, you know, when I talk to my clients about this too, um, is the noise about their own performance or their own self. So while they're listening to the other person, they're thinking, oh, but did, did she mean this? Or have I got this right? Or how am I going to cope with that? So I, I used to run a listening um, train uh, help helpline I used to train people for this listening helpline and that was one of the big barriers to really truly listening was people were constantly either worrying about what they'd just said and whether it was helpful or what they were going to say next like how are they going to help what how are they going to predict what's going to come up how are they going to provide a solution whereas actually that's not what listening is about at all for me 
listening is about sort of dropping an anchor into the present moment yeah in the same way that mindfulness is and you know we, mindfulness is a bit of a buzzword at the moment but really what it's about is present moment living present moment attention and we're not as a society geared to live like that are we we're goal oriented yeah. forward looking you know next 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 and listening is about shutting that noise out and saying hang on a minute this is about now not making assumptions not anticipating what's coming next not trying to take someone on a path it's being with them right now and that's the bit i think that's so difficult because we're not wired to do that it's something we need to reconnect into with ourselves I think yeah it's such a good point when I first started in um, yellow pages all those years ago see when people listen to this podcast in the future Gail what's going to happen is they're going to go what the hell is yellow pages because we had the last <laughs> we had the last edition printed now they're never going to be again but but the oldies the oldies listening will know <laughs> um, about yellow pages but when I worked there you know this was a very tough aggressive um, fast-paced environment of sales and they trained you beautifully and one of the things that um, we did a lot of work on was this fact find and I think now we call it that discovery call it's called lots of different things but it's a wonderful part of sales where we really do need to find out and understand as you've mentioned about our potential customer or client. And so this fact find piece was a really heavy piece of training all around open questions, what questions you should ask, what order you should ask your questions in, taking them through the steps of the sale. And then what happened was when you were new at this, you would be so hung up on the questions you had to ask and when you had to ask them, you never ever listened really properly to the answers they gave <laughs> to the questions yeah. you asked. <laughs> that is a beautiful, beautiful illustration of what I was just saying, that yeah, we get so caught up in our own performance and our own minds because we think we've got to do something right. Whereas actually with listening, for me, the only right way to do it, the only right way to behave is to be here now mm. and allow rather than force allow the conversation to un to to unfold to yeah. to see where it goes and um, i like to think of it as approaching it with a spirit of curiosity so rather than thinking i've got a map i want to get over there you're like oh i've got a map here's where we are wow let's let's explore now yeah. let me be here right now and explore what's happening and then you can respond to that in a, in a very accepting present way rather than react to it or try and insert one of your trained set pieces into yeah. into what's coming up so yeah absolutely it's a fantastic example of how sometimes too much formal listening training can just get in our own way and if we could somehow find a way to sort of plug back into ourselves and trust ourselves that actually what we've got with our ears and paying attention that's the biggest gift you know with our society at the moment what's everyone's short on time attention is the biggest gift you can give someone not just their time because you can be you know we could be having this conversation now and I could be on my phone or checking Facebook or yeah. checking my emails but actually giving someone attention and helping them feel understood is perhaps the most important thing you can do for somebody. Yeah, I think so. And I think this is 
this is probably a go, would go into a totally other subject, another subject, wouldn't it really, if we let it. But, you know, I, I think of when you talk about this, I think of my son when he comes home from school, you know, and he's got this whole day to download on me because he wants to tell me everything about what's happened in his day. But at that time, I'm still working. My day finishes perhaps a bit later. And I know there are times I can hear him talking and I'm still working and I really am not listening to him properly. And I know, and I'm aware of it. And that's the time I think where we have to stop and say, right, make a decision that you're actually gonna stop what you were doing and you're truly gonna focus and listen to the person you're with or the person who's talking to you. And in business, it's critical that you, you do that. It's, it's, a, it's a real conscious thing I think you have to do with listening is just, make sure you're really focusing, as you say, in that moment as to what they're really saying to you. Because that's the other thing, of course, when you listen, what do you really hear? You know, what yeah. do you really hear? Do you hear exactly what they're saying because you are really focused in and, and, and no noise is distracting you? That's great, that's brilliant. But also, what do you hear them saying? What are you interpreting in what they're saying because that's the other part of listening isn't it that assumptive stuff absolutely yeah. and we can't ever i mean we're all people aren't we we've all got our own unique set of circumstances history personalities strengths all of that stuff that we bring with us in any in any given moment so the conversation you and i might have as people now may be entirely different to a conversation we'll have in next week so always we've got our own layers of stuff that we bring to any interaction with other, with other people but it's recognize I think one of the answers to that is just recognizing it recognizing that we have a lens through which we view someone else and that pure act of noticing helps us then realize oh yeah I'm applying my own particular coat of paint to this yeah Am, am I, have I got it right? Or actually, do I need to ask some questions and just check, mm. just do a bit of clarifying mm. and check my understanding here? How, you know, when, when they say, oh, I don't feel very well, have I, is it that they're, they're worried? Is it that they've got stomach bug? You know, there's always ways to go a little bit deeper and avoid those assumptions by, by asking some gentle questions but not necessarily with your own particular end in mind, more with a kind of curiosity about what's happening. And I think that's, for me, is the big difference between this perhaps old school um, sales potentially type of li listening training and what I would see as real listening, which is this present moment curiosity yeah. about what's going on. Because that opens up so many opportunities um, you know, I used to work in a, in a career service at a university and there was a fantastic careers advisor there, but he very firmly believed that um, children should have a career plan from age 12 <laughs> because <laughs> by having a career plan from age 12, they could then go and, you know, choose the GCSE subjects they needed to best fit. They could um, get all the work experience they needed. They could tap up some, you know, they'd have longer to tap up business contact and it all made great sense on paper. But of course, the trouble is by doing that is if you decide at age 12, you want to be a lawyer, we change all the way. And by having that tunnel vision, straight ahead A to B mentality, what about all these things that are happening around you? What about all these opportunities you're not missing? Yeah. You're, you're not seeing, you're, you're missing. And I think that's very much the case with 
some directed listening. You know, you look for the answers you want to hear, which might serve you in the short term, but then you miss opportunities to connect at a deeper level yeah. because they're outside of what you were expecting. Yeah, totally. So yeah, so it's that, isn't it? It's about taking the pressure off yourself to get to a fixed standard goal and just thinking, no, actually, what this is about right now is accepting where we both are right now, leaning into that and exploring it together. Yeah, I know for a fact in my sales career, which is obviously, as some of you will know if you know me or you've listened to me, 30 years really of sales. Oh, gosh, that makes me feel so old, Gail. <laughs> Um, but I just know in that career when I had these moments when I was really truly listening because I would have picked up on just something someone said and I will have created another opportunity because of actually hearing that one thing. I mean, that's particularly in the kind of corporate sales world. But, you know, just those little brush off comments that people might make when you're truly listening and then you pick up on them. And then you explore them, the curiosity you talked about, then you explore yeah. them and then you realize, oh my goodness, well, actually they're going to buy something completely different to what I thought they might buy in the first place. And that's happened to me so much. And that's why I really appreciate this, this magical ability we have to listen. You know, I, I truly believe it, it's got really wondrous things in it if we, if we really get what it's all about, you know. Um, yeah. The other thing with the exercise that I do in the workshops, I, I literally do a three minute, one, two people together, three minutes someone has to talk about anything they want. It can be anything, but they have to talk. The other person cannot interact for three minutes. They can nod and smile, but they cannot speak back for three minutes. So not only has someone got to talk for three minutes, but someone's got to also listen properly and actively for three minutes and then the following two minutes that other person tells the person what they heard them say mm, interesting and how does that go well it i mean the key things that come out is that people are really uncomfortable about talking for three minutes about something that they haven't been given a subject about mm -hmm. and it's we're not used to it are we yeah. and it's interesting because i always say to them talk about something you love which is kind of like, well, that should be easy then, shouldn't it? Maybe a hobby or a passion or whatever. But they really struggle to know what they should talk about. So it's like, this is how blooming structured we seem to be as, as humans. And the second thing that comes out is that people find it really hard not to talk back for three minutes. You know, <laughs> in some way, they feel like they're being rude by not actually speaking back. And then the third thing, of course, is the two minutes you have to then tell the person what you heard them say because then you're interpreting what they've said as well as what you heard, you know, well, what did that really mean? So it's a really fascinating five minutes. Yeah. yeah. You know, what that makes me think of is the power of silence as well. Cause I've seen this an awful lot, both in therapeutic settings and then with my own, you know, writing clients is that if you just shut up when people stop talking, but if you just give them a little bit longer, they'll then say something else something they weren't even realizing they needed to say but it comes out because it's it was there all along but because our society tells us conversations like a, a tennis game bat 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 
we, we don't give ourselves permission to take off the layers and go a little bit deeper. So silence can just open all sorts of opportunities. And I know you've experienced this in a sales setting too, but actually that silence allows people to create their own solutions, yes. um, which I think is a, is a superpower in its own, in its own right. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, away from sales in the kind of coaching um, and counselling world, really, silence is, is heavily used because especially counsellors, I think, when, from my experience, I've had counselling in the past for a couple of different things. And I noticed when I was with the counsellor, they often say very little because they're getting you to kind of talk. And by just being silent, you do fill that gap with the next thing. So you do say something else. And so it is very, very powerful, the silence part. Um, but, you know, the listening bit is, um, is just so complex. When you think about the brain and how it filters, you know, when you get into the real um, medical stuff, which I don't even understand, Gail, you know, your brain is filtering, I think, hundreds of thousands, if not more pieces of information, what every second or whatever, you know, it's, it's really amazing when you look at what the brain does with listening. And that's why we can, if we really focus, we can actually do quite a bit in terms of, of, of consuming more, but it has to be quite a conscious focus, doesn't it? To really listen intently. Absolutely. And that makes me think as well that the other side of listening is listening to ourselves, is noticing what we're paying attention to and what we're not paying attention to and what meanings we're interpreting from people. So, you know, I, I know I've got people in my life um, where the, the, there might be a bit of a personality clash or so, you know, in the past we've rubbed each other up the wrong way a little bit. So they might be able, they might say something to me and I will interpret it completely differently to if one of my children said it or if a friend said it and they could all be saying exactly the same words. So we add our own layers of meaning on, onto what we're hearing all the time. So for me, I find it a really helpful practice to kind of just check in with myself just get out of my head a bit even and actually I do this just by physically you know either just wiggling my toes or something just to check back into my body because that's almost like a, a prompt for me to think okay the old neurons are firing here I am I am adding stuff to this conversation that's not being that's not coming from them it's coming from me and that's okay I allow myself to because I'm a person but is it helpful is it actually helpful is it helping them or is it helping me and if not Thank you and goodbye. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And, you know, the other thing that we mentioned before we came on to record on the podcast, we, we were chatting, weren't we, Gail? And we were talking about the listening to yourself in terms of maybe how you're feeling, you know, um, mentally, physically. You know, there's, there's that listening as well that has to go on, isn't yeah. there, in life, which Absolutely. I think is really interesting. It's having that relationship with yourself where you can just build trust with yourself mm. and have and actually I think true listening is an act of surrender I know I used this word with you last week but it, it trust is another word for it it's about not being purely focused and directed it's about allowing what will be to be and knowing you can handle it whether that's in a, a sales conversation a therapeutic conversation or any other aspect of your life listening because it's about this present moment awareness is this act of almost giving up control yeah. and yes you can then 
you can then direct the conversation as you want to um, and you can you can ask questions and you can move things onwards but you're not going to do that as effectively if you haven't done that initial surrender to what is happening right now and accepting what is right now and I think that's so hard for us to do because we put ourselves under all sorts of pressure you know I think a lot of us are driven by the, the need or the desire to help people mm. so when you have a conversation with someone I mean the, uh, people do it with friends don't they all the time you know if someone's had a relationship breakup or an argument or something's gone wrong it's very easy I think for a lot of us to just want to jump in with advice first off and I, I, I noticed that in myself but actually, when I've been in that situation, do you know what I want? I just want to be heard. That's yes. what I want. Yes. And that's that again, you know, well, all of this is interesting, actually. This whole conversation for me is interesting. And I hope so for the listeners, too, because there are so many elements, as we said at the beginning, to listening, isn't there? And so many ways that you can listen. And in order to help friends and family when there are these, you know, challenges, let's call them, we do have to sometimes stop and say, you know, actually this person probably just does need listening to as opposed to bombarding with advice, you know, and, and it's just being mindful of that stuff. I know what's happened with me lately because Sam, my son, Sam, is um, 13 now. Literally within weeks, he's become a teenager and everybody said this would happen. I was a bit like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that can't happen. Yeah, it's happened. <laughs> But he's, he's a lovely teenager still. I'm sure that's going to kind of progressively get worse. But what's happened with Sam is now I feel like he needs to just vent. He needs to rant and vent, as I would like to describe it. So, you know, if something bad's happened, it's just this, he kind of bombards me with all of these terrible things that are wrong in his world. So there's an, an element of me, old me, I think, would have just gone straight in with the, this is what you do, this is your advice, you know, and that help helping him. And I've learned with him, and he even told me the other day, I just want you to listen. I don't really need you to say anything. I just want you to listen. And it's really interesting because that really resonates with what we're saying today. Yeah. Absolutely, because it's in some ways offering people advice when they haven't asked for it is disempowering. It's yeah. saying to them, "You don't know what to do here. I know what to do." And yes, it comes from a good place. I want. To, I'm going to help you, but you're taking people's agency away. Whereas holding that space for them to to vent or rant or what or talk through what their problem might be in a kind of um, coaching or a sales setting allows them to start to come to solutions on their own and at the point at which they can do that they're going to be so much more invested in you because you've helped them feel understood and you've helped them come to that place of of new acceptance with their situation where they are and actually that's what we all want really don't we we want that sense of meaning we want that sense of um feeling okay about ourselves and giving people the tools to do that for themselves and make their own decisions is incredibly powerful yeah. whereas whereas offering them the solutions on a stick straight away takes all that away and you the, the dynamic then of the relationship is very very different and will continue to be different unless you behave differently so i find it fascinating just what shutting up and, and letting people yeah. vent what that can do it's amazing yeah. 
It is, isn't it? And like you say, it's rather than being disempowering when you're bombarding them with advice, it's actually empowering to let them yeah. come to their own conclusion. And so I guess the message from today is like, shut up and listen, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Stop talk. There's a book, there's a, like a, a, a business book out there called Stop Talking, Start Doing. And it's great. You know, it's about people getting off their bottoms and taking action on the things they care about. And I, I'm all for that. But I'd also say stop talking, start listening, because that is where you're going to get your connection with people. And as soon as you've got that connection with people, and there's been studies done on this, there's been a, there was a study done in 2014 that um, showed how when people were offered listening rather than advice or just a kind of silent acknowledgement, they were perceived as more friendly, more trustworthy, more, understand, more understanding as people. Mm. So, and all they had to do was switch off all that noise, as you say, and be there be there fully with that other person and it doesn't come naturally because we are very you know very forward momentum as a species i think and as a society and there's lots and lots of brilliant things that come with that but actually giving ourselves permission and i think sometimes it is permission mm. to ourselves on a sales call or in a you know down the down the pub with a friend to think actually it's not my job to solve this right now my job is to be here right now and that is enough yeah. it's more than enough it's so rare that it's like gold dust yeah yeah I imagine love that. that imagine using this essential human quality that we all have but we haven't flipped a switch we haven't switched it on and everyone's got access to it but we're not using it and yeah. just by doing that we then have this almost superpower that gives us this connection with other people. Imagine oh, that. Well, I love that it's a superpower. That really works for me. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Because actually, you know, in life, as you say, but in my kind of passionate place of sales, this is really a superpower if you can get it right. It will open up so many opportunities for you. That listening piece, as I mentioned earlier, spotting things that actually are completely different to how you had assumed it would be uh, that's yeah. through that's through really great fabulous listening um so yeah obviously i knew i would love this conversation gail and it's been just really interesting to look at all of those real different elements of listening and to be quite honest we could probably talk for three hours about listening as opposed to just say half an hour but if, if I was to say to you, Gail, what are your three top tips? I'm putting you on the spot here. <laughs> your three top tips um, about listening. Hit me. I would, I would say as, as far as possible, find your way to tune into the present moment. That's number one. So whether you already have a, a mindfulness practice or whether it's simply that you become aware that you're, you're in a sort of trance of being in the future or you're worrying about playing back that something that happened yesterday or even half an hour ago. First of all, noticing that is powerful and then doing something about it, whether it's getting back into your breathing or get back into your body to bring yourself back, that will help your listening practice enormously. Secondly, I would say, give yourself permission to take the pressure off because we've both talked about this. You talked about it at Yellow Pages. I've had it um, on the helpline. I used to train people to run. They get so, people get so caught up with listening well and what questions to use and how am I going to solve this problem and gosh, I really want to help that they forget, they can't hear what the other person's saying. They miss things. So that would be my third, my second thing. And I suppose my third thing 
is rather than you know approach it with a spirit of curiosity so rather than have a fixed goal or outcome that you want for a conversation treat it like a new city and you know you haven't got the guidebook for a new city so you're just gonna have a look around see what's happening treat it like that and that will allow the conversation to unfold so i think those three principles and there's also we haven't really been got into the kind of techniques that people use for listening in terms of paraphrasing and reflecting and clarifying and all of those things but that's the sort of stuff that you can easily find on google there's lots of techniques that people can learn for listening but for me if you go a layer deeper than that it, it, it's about those three principles of present moment awareness of permission to take the pressure off and curiosity that's your solid platform then to then apply these more technique based things that will help you be a partner to someone and be with them and um, as you listen i love those three they're fabulous <laughs> I love them so much. I, I particularly love that kind of city thing, you know. If you're in a city and you just don't have a map or a, you know, a guide, you can go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and you and can, how fun is that? Yeah. And you can with listening. And that is where true connection happens, I think, when you just, it's just happened. It's almost like effortless. And, and for me, you know, your word is surrender, which I get. My word is very much about trust. Um, same thing, same principle with Absolutely. listening trust that you can actually hear the things you need to hear um, and you you can connect the way that you want to connect you know be true you i think is the kind of thing for me around listening be true you totally and that, that, will pay, that will pay off in the long game you know yeah. if you want to think about it back in the business context potentially people were trained to get a sale at the end of a call but what happens maybe if you listen and you don't make that sale but you've built that trust with someone i mean obviously this is this is your thing you know this but it, it it's happens in life that people will come back to you because yeah. they trust you and you they under they feel understood and that is priceless definitely and they'll remember you you become memorable i think when you are true you um, and you've really listened to somebody, you know, there, there's a respect there, isn't there, I think. Um, Absolutely. And never underestimate that people don't realise when you're not listening. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's like smiling on the phone, isn't it? People can tell whether or not you've... Um, what your yeah. face is doing even they can't see you yeah. and yeah you, you know i i'm not a bit like you with sam i fob my kids off all the time sometimes oh well that's my styling blah 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 and i have it's all gone yeah. over my head and 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 they know it and i have to give myself a talking to and think right like you say it's a choice am i here or am i here yeah and wherever you are be all there that's yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, I love that. Gail, I have totally loved our chat. I knew I would. Um, and I really hope this is made for a great podcast because I think somehow it has just because it's so. such a great, great <laughs> subject. Um, I'm going to make sure that your links are in the um, SoundCloud description so people can find you and see what you do because you're pretty awesome at what you do. So it'd be great if people want to know more about you. I think from listening to you there, they probably will. So thank you so, so much for joining me and for your time. Oh, Jules, it is such an honour to talk to you. I love talking to you anyway, but to talk, get to the chance to talk about this and set the world to rights. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fabulous. I've, I've loved it. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, and I love listening to your podcasts. So I oh. shall be listening to all the future ones to come to. Yeah, thank you. All you got to do is shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
so guys you know what we've we've done another episode episode four is done episode four is fabulous I'm so I'm so loving my podcast I love it because it's do you know why because it's just in the moment Gail and it is just listening and it is just chatting and that's what I wanted my podcast to be the human conversation so if you've enjoyed this one you need to go and listen to all the others obviously um, we're now on iTunes super exciting you can find us on iTunes so do that and if you love it rate it and comment we'd love to know what you think and we will see you very soon for episode five. So thank you very much and ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. If you enjoyed the show, please let her know on our Facebook page, www.facebook.com forward slash Coaching.